Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Rusty. Rusty, season five, episode seven. Yeah, episode seven. What makes Bobby run? Um, I like this one. It, yeah, goes, all right. it goes really quick. Like it, it's a fast s- episode. There's not like a whole so, lot for like facts and stuff either. Already, uh, <laughs> already said there wasn't like a whole lot of notes that he could give me. The way I judge these now mm-hmm. is by how many pages it takes me to print out the script. Right. Okay. How how many pages was this one? I think this one was only eight. And, and look, the last page is like nothing. Oh, it's not so, even a page. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, not even a quarter of a there's page. There's a lot of like sneaking around and different things that happen in this one yeah, where, yeah, there's, yeah. where there's not a ton of dialogue. So um, that, that takes up that one. Yeah. Okay, so we start this sucker. We got no bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. Uh, we are at uh, Tom Landry Middle School. Uh, going into the yearbook office, uh, there's a uh, sign that says yearbook office, all quotable quotes, final. Yep. So I guess if you, uh, if they quote you, you're not changing it. Uh, Bobby goes into the yearbook office, uh, so he can see Connie. Uh, he pretends to sneeze and then throws a bunch of photos on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does his, uh, his little, his little slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to get more pictures of himself in the yearbook is all it is. That's Um, it, yeah. He says, hey, look, uh, here's a few more pictures of a certain yearbook editor's boyfriend. Look at this one of me with a French fry up my nose. I mean, (laughs) it's just, (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's so so proud of his cute little photos. Connie says, "Uh, that's okay, Bobby, I already have your class photo. He goes, that's it, but I'm sure... I'm a sure bet for class clown. Shouldn't that get me some coverage? She goes, the PTA said we can't do eighth grade poll anymore. What? Why not? Last year's worst dresser turned out to be really poor. <laughs> That's a great joke. That is a great joke. <laughs> Last year's worst dresser was poor. That's terrible. Mm. All right, so Bobby says, uh, now, I'm no different from any other kid. I'm like Stu Harriet or, uh, or Mike Soto, which – We've never heard of Mike Soto, right? Uh, no, uh, actually, Mike Soto is. Uh, <laughs> we haven't heard of him yet. I yeah. think this is the first instance yeah. where they, they mention him, but he will eventually be mentioned again in Dale Be Not Proud season eight, mm. episode four, when Bobby takes over the morning announcements. Oh, uh, okay. Oh yeah, season five, episode <laughs> thirteen, uh, where Mike Soto and his mother meet Peggy at the library when she's dressed as a, when Peggy was dressed as a prostitute. Oh yeah, uh, and then. Uh, 
Mike Soto's father is a police officer in the Arlington Police Department who was also a substitute teacher at Tom Landry Middle School. They appeared in uh, Bad Girls, Bad Girls, What You Gonna Do, Season 7, Episode 3. He's actually a judge in the science fair where Bobby makes meth. Oh, wow, really? That, that episode where Bobby makes dope. And that's uh, <laughs> shout out to Artie for all that, man. Appreciate you, man. So, uh, my uh, <laughs> Soto, it's funny because he is just, uh, he's a actual ass in this thing and yeah, we've never really we've never really heard of him nah, this is the first time just, you ever hear him i find it hilarious it anyway. when we get a brand new guy that we've never heard of and he's just a dick yeah <laughs> total asshole. he's got he got those two buck teeth up front too which is it just makes it even better uh he goes now i'm no different from any other kid like a Stu harriet or a mike soto no idea who a Stu harriet is yeah no clue. uh connie says actually mike is president of the junior volunteers club Bobby's like, uh, so in 20 years, everybody will remember Mike Soto bowling with blind kids. There's a picture <laughs> of <laughs> She shows him bowling a picture. Bowling with blind kids. <laughs> bowling That's with rough. Blind kids. <laughs> he says, but Bobby's Hills talking tummy will long forgotten. And then it shows him like squeezing his belly fat. Yeah, making together, his going, stomach talk. Where yeah, is yeah. the justice? Um, all right, now we're at the Hill House. We're looking through the yearbook. Bobby is reading it. He's uh, laying on the couch with his feet, feet propped up. Uh, uh, Hank comes in and says, uh, have you seen my duct tape? Not the shiny silver, but the matte gray. Oh, there's my old lady Landry la lantern. <coughs> so the old Landry lantern. There is a difference between the shiny duct tape and the matte. What's a Landry tape. lantern? I'm more well, that's curious. His, that's about his that. yearbook. That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. it's called the Landry yeah. lantern. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, that's a weird name for a yearbook. Did they do that back when you were when you were younger? It, they would name the yearbooks. It always seemed to be like alliteration of some kind, you know. Yeah. Like um, ours, I think, was the Parkview Patsies or something. I don't know what it was. I Parkview Patsies. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was something with two P's. Uh, okay, so uh, he sees a picture of uh, Hank and his friends. You know, all four of them. But they're standing under the Tom Landry, uh, uh, or they're standing under the elementary school sign. Yeah. But they already look like the guys do. Like Dale's already got a hat on and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they already look like they do. Standing there trying to be cool. Uh, anyway, he comes in and he asks for the duct tape. Uh, and Bobby says, uh, Dad, do you realize you're in 10 photos, not counting your class photo? Hank says, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and he sees that, that he's looking at all the other uh, pictures in the in the Landry Lantern, things like that. And he goes, hey, there's uh, Cleve Worthington and Don Postley, back when he had all his fingers, <laughs> and Dub Taylor. Boy, he was the best mascot Arlen's ever had. What a wild man. And all the nicknames we had for him. Daffy Dub, Rub-a-Dub Dub. I guess those are the only two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually uh, that's actually how my dad was when we were going through his yearbook. We had found one of his, uh, I think it was his senior yearbook, mm -hmm. and just sitting there listening to, oh, yeah, that's old so-and-so, or that's old so-and-so. <laughs> uh, so he says, uh, Dad, I was thinking of taking some blind kids bowling. <laughs> Yeah, that's too, that's an awful way to approach it. Well, yeah. Hank has zero reference for this. Yeah, no reference at all. Just, so, hey, I want to take some blind kids bowling, Dad. And so he's yeah. like, Bobby, that's not funny. And he just at walks all. off. You know, he just walks away. <coughs> oh, excuse me. All right, now we're at Tom Landry Middle School. Uh, teacher in the music class is Mr. Grandy. He's speaking. He says, the bank sale was a big success, raising enough money to buy a new pewter baton for moi. Give yourselves a big hand and hats off to Mike Soto for spearheading that. So, again, here's Mike yeah, Soto. Yeah, Mike Soto yeah. again. Uh, Bobby is is uh, talking to uh, uh, Connie there. He goes, that kid's a machine. Mr. Grandy, you're looking at the next Landry Longhorn. And he says, what makes you think you got what it takes to wear the horns? He says, well, I'm a cut up. I'm a clown. I'll do anything for attention. Remember, that's why he kicked me out of chorus. <laughs> Yeah. Grandy says tryouts will be after school on Wednesday. I want all pep and no filler. And remember, you'll be performing for a man who's seen a lot of pep in his day. A lot. Yeah, I like that. A, a lot, lot at the end, yeah. So they leave class. What is pep? Um like Vim, Vigor, Pep. Uh, oh, I thought it was excitement. like street slang for Pepto Bismol. Pepto you got some of that pep on you. <laughs> Gotta get some of that pink stuff. Um, okay. So now um Bobby is looking in a like a full length dressing mirror. Yes, he in is in the garage, and he's got his headband on. He's yeah. dressed up like he's going to go do some aerobics or something. Yeah, he dressed right? up like somebody you'd see in one of the eighties videos, uh -huh. you know, spandex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, "My name is Bobby. I like to party. And if you don't believe me, watch me shake, shake my, my body." body. And he mm -hmm. mm -hmm. starts shaking his ass. 
Uh, Hank comes out. He's like, Bobby, that mirrors from practice. <laughs> yeah. That mirrors for practicing golf swings, not your prop comedy. I'm coming up. Isn't with that kind of like <laughs> also kind of it is, suspect? Yeah. He's yeah. out there standing in the mirror practicing yeah. golf swings. Yeah. Uh, for for we'll do a call. We'll do like a call to action here. So uh, for for all of the fans listening, go to our social media and uh, <laughs> message me what you practice in the mirror. Tell us what you do in your full. Yeah, mirror. I want to know what you practice in your in your mirror. Uh, for myself, I just stand there and say Bloody Mary over and over. Until, I tried until that, it yeah. gets dark, and then I just leave. I tried that, but yeah. it was a strong whiskey that appeared instead instead of Bloody Mary. <laughs> well, yeah. What I had is uh, I had this guy show up, and I was like, who are you? He goes, I'm Bloody Marty. And I was like, well, you're the uh, wrong Bloody one. Marty, and so I sent yeah, him away. One. Yeah, I just sent Mar- Bloody Marty away. Uh, he goes, Bobby, that mirrors for practicing golf swings, not your prop comedy. He says, I'm coming up with shtick for the Longhorn auditions. He goes, you're going out for the Landry Longhorn? So you're not prancing around the garage at all. You're training. You know, he when he first saw Bobby, he closes the garage door. Yeah. And now that he knows he's trying out for something even remotely sports related, he's like, oh, shit, then everybody needs to see this. Everybody needs yeah. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> goes, even though it's still kind of like, you know, that's the thing I, I like about Hank, though, is it doesn't matter what he's doing in the world of athletics yeah. as long as he's doing something athletic. Oh, sure. Because generally, yeah. you know. Or just it, around it. He He's, he's doing this uh, – mascot thing you know who wants their kid to be the the mascot other than you know i mean if my kid wanted to be the mascot i would full force behind him you know kind of thing i'm not like hank but Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird that uh he 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 has all these weird notions about all the stuff bobby wants to do Mm -hmm. but as long as it's adjacent or yeah like even the cheerleading thing he Mm -hmm. was kind of like sports adjacent yeah Yeah. as long as he's next to the sports or standing on the field or you know something (laughs) So he says, you're, not, you're going out for the Landry Longhorn, so you're not prancing around the garage at all. You're training. And he lifts the garage door back up. He goes, yeah, but I need an angle, a hook of some kind, or boffo gimmick to set me apart. Hank says, well, how about your own set of horns? I bet I could rig something up. He goes, Dad, you would build me a prop? In this case, son, yes, I would. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real quick, yeah. Artie has a fact I wanted to go ahead and knock out Do real it. fast since we're talking about mascots. So... Uh, Mascots are kind of weird. I've always thought that, you know, why do we have to have a mascot? What's the what is the point of a mascot? Uh, the first recorded mascot was uh, Yale University in 1889, an English mm. bulldog mm. named Handsome Dan. Mm. So that was that's that's the the first recorded instance of one, which uh, like for anybody college, like a college, like a college. Mascot, but if anybody yeah. knows anything about collegiate sports uh, history, a lot of the early it's Yale and Harvard and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like them big colleges that yep. had the yeah. or not big colleges, but prestigious universities yeah. that had all the intramural sports sure. and stuff going on football. And sure. that's the de- development of the college football that we watch now started off in these colleges oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have always been fascinated with mascots and it's not just college stuff. I like fast food mascots and mascots for pro teams. And yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I just think it's some of it. Don't you have a podcast about that? Not yet. No, you have a food podcast, yeah, I got a food, a podcast, food podcast, but I, I did want to start one about mascots. Well, maybe, we, maybe we could do that. That'd be fun. I just love like diving. There's a lot of history that, to go through for like that. Go Lots through, of it. Like when you go through the story of the McDonald's land characters, mm-hmm. that's a wonderful story because it's Sid and Marty Croft. They end up suing McDonald's and all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. And those characters are scary as hell. Like oh, the original are. ones? Oh, God. Oh, the original Grimace? Fucking oh, yeah, acid yeah, trip, awful. man. Yeah, it's rough. Okay, so now we're at the school Longhorn tryouts. Uh, Mr. Grandy is there. Mike Soto is already up there flag dancing. Ready to go. <laughs> he lands with the flag, and, and he lands in the splits. You know, just like, ooh, Mike Soto. Um, Bobby says, dang, Mike Soto, where does he find the time? Uh, and then he lands with the splits, and he goes, I'll give him this. He is flexible. Uh, now we hear Mr. Gr- Grandy. He says, this is really heating up. Next victim, Bobby Hill. I love it when people think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, Bobby, would you like Arlen fight, 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 or we are the Landry men? Fight, fight, fight. Uh, and so <laughs> I love how both of them end with the words fight, fight, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a tape and a boom box, and he's asking him what kind of music he wants. He goes, thank you, sir, but I brought my own tape. And he puts it in. And, of course, we hear the opening stanza for Bust a Move. Bust a Move by MC... Uh, MC Spittledust. S- MC, hold on, he's got it right here. I can't remember. Uh, young, excuse me, Young MC. Oh, Bust young a MC, Move by Young MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he's got his his horn helmet on. Uh, he's plowing through banners as the as the uh, cheerleaders are holding it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's putting on a show. Yeah, a real good know? show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he says, uh, please hold your applause, uh, Tom Landry Middle School. Uh, he says, good night, Tom Landry Middle, Middle School. School. And he's just like, like, he puts on an entire show. Yeah, he does. He, he does, does really worm, good. He, he, he does Bobby. He goes out there and just stuff. does the whole Bobby thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he jumps up on the judge's desk at the end for his big ta-da, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> now we're in the alley with all four of the guys, um, and we get, yep. 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 And then a cell phone rings. Now it's a it's a very old like flip phone cell phone that's ringing. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think we had smartphones in the world Bill, at this point. <laughs> Bill answers it. Bill Dotry. Hey, I'm talking on it right now. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. He hangs it up and he looks over at the guys. He goes, "That was Jimmy, the guy who sold me the phone." <laughs> that's the only person. That's probably about the only people that were going to call you back uh, then who had phones. It'd be the person who sold it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so in comes J- uh, Bobby's. I did it, Dad. I'm the Longhorn. He's d- still dressed up like the Longhorn. Mm-hmm. Hank says, "Way to go, Bobby. That's great." And this is this is the weird little interaction here. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it feels so weird and non fleshed out because Hank says, "Way to go, Bobby. That's great." And then Dale responds with. Way to go, Bobby. That's great. I mean, exactly the same. Which yeah, I, yeah. I don't understand. Dale, shut up. I don't know why you're. Yeah, he had no reason <laughs> to say that at all. That? Like a parrot. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby says, now we're both part of the Arlen football tradition. Longhorns. Hank says, uh, yeah, and look at that. Still got all the rips and tears. He's talking about the costume. Boy, you can almost hear those years of McMahon and Barry's whoopings. This calls for a special dinner. I'm going to go tell your mother to make us a special dinner. <laughs> and then he walks off. Uh, Bobby looks at the other guys and he's like, McMahon and Barry whooping. That's like whoop whoop whoop, right? <laughs> Dale says no whooping, as in a big beat down, as in a halftime hammering, as in the Mainerberry mascot massacre, as it. And he stops. Bobby says, "Am I missing something?" Bill speaks up and says, "Whenever Arlen is winning, it's a tradition for McMainerberry, uh, the McMainerberry band, to charge the Longhorn and give him a pounding." Dale says, "It's a real crowd pleaser." Uh, and then all of them are like, yeah, man, yeah. And that's the thing that kind of confused me about this, being from Texas and being in it, being in Texas high schools. Yeah. There ain't no way in hell no. that we're going to no. let, no. if we're up no. and winning, that we're going to let, yeah, like, there's no there's yeah. no tradition that would ever start that like that. Just, just to no. clarify for now, people, this the, is a this is riders taking liberty. The stealing of the mascots, stuff like that. That kind of stuff. Oh, stealing absolutely. of the mascots. Sure. Uh, Egging. Egg in, yeah. toilet paper in, yeah. uh, stealing the security guards, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, golf cart. Sure. having uh, sex with the coach's wife. Letting air out yeah. of somebody's tires, whatever, that kind of stuff. But <laughs> allowing an, another team's band yeah. to come to, in the middle well, the of the band, field and have time sakes, the band. and beat up your mascot. That's <laughs> It's funny though. It's a great. It's get, great for a, a TV show, but in the reality a, of Texas life, that's not hit happening. With a flute, yeah, hit with a flute. Uh, or, so, sousaphone <laughs> gets soused. <laughs> you get soused right in the head. Uh, Bill speaks up, and goes, "Did your dad used to like scoring that?" He goes, "Your dad used to like scoring that touchdown. It got Dub Taylor pounded." He goes, "Really? Maybe McManaberry will take an early lead and hold it for the rest of the game." All of them are like, uh, yeah, that's never going to happen. McManaberry, they're just kind of laughing about it. Yeah. D- uh, Dale says, yeah, and maybe I'll file a federal income tax return. <laughs> and he looks at the other guys and he goes, that goes in my big book of so theirs. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. keeping a book of so theirs. All right, now we're at the football field. Uh, Connie is up in the uh, – she's down on the field with, with Bobby. She says, uh, if I get a good action shot of you, I'm willing to dump the Model UN spread. Uh, Bobby's, Bobby's got the big garbage can that they roll around. that has got the, the suit in it for the mascot and on it, it says mess with the best. I like the rest, which I think is a little, a little yeah, forward yeah. for a high school or a middle school, but sure. Uh, Bobby says, uh, who cares? McMahon and Barry's going to kill me. I'm a lover. Not a, I'm, I'm not even a lover. Connie yeah. <laughs> says, uh, then wheel that costume back down to Grandy's office and tell him to find himself another punching bag. He goes, woman. I can't get out of it, woman. <laughs> woman. Woman. I can't get out of this. He says that a lot to her. Uh huh. He goes, imagine telling your dad you were quitting violin. 
She says, I do, all the time. I, I hate, hate that, that violin. violin. <laughs> yeah. You know what my favorite episode is? Uh, my favorite, uh, one of my top, like, probably f- maybe five or ten, yeah. uh, it's in the top five, is uh, the Bluegrass episode. Oh, yeah. Where they take yeah. her to Branson, mm-hmm. and she plays the fiddle, and her dad finds out, and they're standing on, she's, like, standing on a street corner playing the fiddle for, yeah. for coins or whatever, and her and Bobby are standing there. And then... Uh, that's the one where you hear Boomhauer, Blue Moon yeah, of Kentucky, keep on shining. Like a, like a yeah, normal person. I like that, yeah. So he puts on the suit, he puts on the head, and he heads out to the field. Later during the game, uh, you hear the PA announcer, and at the end of the first quarter, McManaberry leads 10-7. to 7. The Longhorn is safe for now. Uh, and so you, you see up on the scoreboard, Longhorn 7, Javelina's 10. If you don't know what a Javelina is, Oh, javelina. A javelina is a wild boar. Yeah, it's a wild pig. It's a wild yeah. Texas pig, yeah. and uh, most of them, though, you find in like the southwestern part of Texas or South Texas, yeah. uh, where we live at, we get a lot of wild hogs. But the hogs that we have that are wild are uh, nuisance hogs. They're mm-hmm. uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, invasive species, yeah. and they've bred with wild pigs that are native to the area. And the ones that you get out of here, they're mixed with, like, a Russian boar. Mm-hmm. So these these wild hogs that you'll get, they'll have these massive tusks yeah. and stuff like that. And they're they really, really, everything. really yeah. awful. They tear up everything. Uh, and that's why in Texas you could go and rent, uh, or not rent, but you can go and pay to be taken out in a helicopter. Oh, yeah. And you could shoot them with 40-round yeah. clips yeah. from helicopters. So, yeah, America. They want to get rid of those suckers. Yeah, they do. They're bad. They're, they tear up farmland is what it is. is and they'll those? tear up acres. It's not like yeah. they, they, they'll tear up. 30 acres in a night yeah not just like a little patch that there's so many of them so it's them and the uh zebra striped mussels in the lakes those are our two big invasive species around here the the zebra mussels get on the boats and screw everything up oh yeah yeah i thought you were talking about uh uh stretch marks on bodybuilders (laughs) zebra striped zebra striped mussels uh, all right, so is that a good one? That's good. So the PA announcer says Longhorn's safe for now, and then you hear uh, Bobby going back and forth with the crowd. Barry, Barry McMainer, McMainer, Barry McMainer, Barry, Barry McMainer, Barry. Uh, and so uh, the the players start running back out on the field. Uh, Bobby says Longhorns, cheer up, Keegan. No shame in losing to a better team. Like he's he just really doesn't yeah, want to get his really ass kicked. Yeah, he really does not yeah. want to get his butt whooped. Keegan looks at him and goes, "Hey, those McManaberry scrubs are going down, buddy. You better get ready for a whooping." Uh, Bobby's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, I hope we beat them so bad I get t- two whoopings." Uh, Con up in the stand, <laughs> yeah. he looks over at at Hank and Peggy and goes. One more Ireland touchdown, your boy going to be Pinata from Marching Band. Man, this is going to be sweet. I mean, <laughs> right to their <laughs> yeah. face, you know. You know what I can't wait for? I really hope that they add in uh, – <clears throat> I really hope they find a voice actor for the con, con. situation because yeah. I know it's a touchy subject in, in the world we live in. I hope they find a voice actor that's able to do it to where it's spot on. Yeah. And I hope that we get to see a Hank Hill con Sufanusen phone Thanksgiving. Yeah, because they're all related now. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it, 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 from what we be. know, they uh, least, yeah. we, they should be. If they if they yeah. aren't, they're doing a disservice to us yeah. as fans. But unless, I think it's gonna be fun. Unless they fun got dynamic. together and split up. Yeah, they could they could be divorced. That would be even that would be even funnier yeah. if she yeah. was if it's like I don't know. That might even be better than them being together. So <laughs> Keegan, the player, says you better get ready for a whooping. He goes, Oh yeah, t- t- totally. I hope we beat him so bad I get two whoopings. <clears throat> Tons Con says I hope your boy gets beat up. Peggy's like, uh, oh, that's funny, Con. Who is that taking pictures of your daughter, taking pictures of Bobby? No one. That's who. I mean, jeez. And then you hear uh, quarterback sneak, caught him with the pants down. Touchdown. Arlen takes the lead. Uh, And then you see Bobby. He's just sweating uh, because he's like, "Ah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Peggy, again, turns to Hank and goes, Hank, tell me what's going on. I can't watch. Uh, And then you hear from the crowd, he's history. Yeah, Bobby Hill, get back here. And Bobby, literally in the costume, runs off the field because he yeah, doesn't want to get his ass off the kicked. Field. Yeah, and Hank stands up because <clears throat> all these people are like, "Boo, Bobby, get back here!" He's like, "Wait, wait, no, no, no! This is some kind of comedy bit. He's going to turn around any second. Uh, maybe he's just going to the car. Oh, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, that's it. And <laughs> he's, he's gone. gone. All right, and that is our first commercial break. We'll take that while Bobby is running down the street, and we will be right, right back. back. And we're back. Uh, Peggy and Hank are driving home. Um, they're also looking around for Bobby. Hank says, I'm not surprised McMahon and Barry won after that happened. 
God, I needed to use the restroom, but I couldn't face the guys at the trough. Uh, and so they're driving around. He sees Bobby in the middle of the road, still running, still dressed as a longhorn. There he is. Peggy, um, they pull up beside him. She opens the truck door. He tries to get in, but he hits the horns on the door yeah. and then has to take it off, put it in a different way and all that. Uh, and Peggy says, whether people were booing or cheering, you got a reaction. And by golly, that's what counts. That sounds like a mother. That you know, does sound like a mother. Trying to yeah. make anything positive. Or a supportive father. Hank looks super disgusted about yeah. all of it. Just doesn't say anything. Now we're in the I out. think that's funny that, that that's like, oh, yeah, that's such a mom thing uh -huh. to say. But it should be uh -huh. a parent thing. It should <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah. It should be. <laughs> yeah, but you don't usually get that, you know. Now we're, now we're in the alley with all four. Dale is talking to Hank. Hey, she called Bobby the lame horn. What's he going to do for the big game against Belton? Show up in a chicken suit? Now, Belton. Let's talk about that for a second. A uh, real place. Very real. An extremely um, real place. I pass through it twice a week, three times uh, a week. They have gotten a lot bigger. Uh, I think they're like a 4A or something at this point. They're big. Yeah, they're – well, it's the uh, the military stuff down there that's kind of in – It's they're not that far from uh, – Fort Cavazos. Uh, yeah, Fort Cavazos. I was going to say yeah. Fort Hood, but it's no longer Fort it Hood. It's now it's Cavazos. Yeah, it's now yeah. Fort Cavazos. <laughs> so he says, what's he going to do, show up in a chicken suit? Hank says, i got to take my mind off this. I'm going to treat myself to the hardware store. And he goes to leave, and then uh, he comes back when Dale says, Hank, quarterback Keegan Evans' dad runs the paint shaker. And so he just comes right back. He's like, I don't, yeah, yeah, don't want to yeah. see any of these people. All right, now we're at Tom Landry Middle School. We see the word wussy uh, spray-painted on Bobby's locker. Bobby says, well, at least they toned it down on the bathroom wall. They went after my family. <laughs> it's yeah. rough. Connie. Uh, oh, Belton's actually a 5A. 5A. Great. They're a 5A school. They have over 13,400-something students over all their schools. Connie's standing there next to him. She <coughs> says, uh, don't worry, Bobby. Even with all the letters, I won't take your class picture out of the yearbook. Uh, and then somebody pushes his books down on the ground from behind him. Yeah. He turns around and goes, Nurse Jennings? And, I mean, she is – this is the school nurse, and she is so pissed off at this kid. Yeah, she's mad. She goes, pick him up. And then he goes to pick him up. She, like, kicks him. He goes, I said pick him up. <laughs> Just bullying this bullying kid. Bullying him, yeah. Up comes Mr. Grandy. Bobby, I'm going to need you to turn in your keys and your horns. My office, five minutes. Uh, and so, you know, I, everybody is trying to make Bobby out to be the bad guy here because he yeah. didn't want to get his ass kicked. But he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, which is a stupid yeah. thing. I, I don't know why that would continue. Uh, That's a weird tradition. So the next thing you see is, is uh, Bobby pushing the big trash can with the um, – with the suit in it down the hall because he's going back to Mr. Granny's office. He passes by like the trophy case, right? And he sees all the different football trophies and stuff. And then he sees a headline that says, Arlen steals Belton Armadillo. And you can tell this is Bobby like, oh, maybe I could do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. right? So now we're in the band room. Um, <coughs> and... Uh, Mr. Grandy is talking to him, and he says, uh, I understand you're just a kid. At the same time, what you did at the game was the most shameful act of cowardice I've ever seen. Jeez. That's yeah, I know you're a kid, but yeah. uh, you suck. Yeah. That's terrible. He, that's one of my favorite lines in the whole show, actually, in this episode. Yeah, he takes the head from Bobby. Like, he's he's stripping him of all his uh, all of his stuff. He goes, yeah. sir, please, I was born to wear the horns. You can't take them away from me. i got a plan, a great plan, and it's going to work. He goes, yeah, what's the plan? Well, I can't tell you. Why not? It's a secret. Well, I do love secrets. <laughs> it's yeah. such a stupid thing. All right, so now um, we are uh, at Dale's house. Yep. Um, we see Dale. This is fun, too. I like this this interaction he's, here. Uh, he's on his inversion table, which is one of those things that you get on, and then it flips you upside down to, like, fix your spine or whatever. The, the, the point I really like about this is that he's put a strap on his baseball hat so it won't fall off whenever he goes <laughs> upside down. <laughs> yeah. But he's got a cigarette, got no shirt on. Yeah. He's hanging on this stupid thing. Bobby comes in. He goes, Imagine, though, that's your friend's dad. And you're oh. going over and you're going over to hang out with your buddies and <laughs> your friend's dad's hanging upside down in his underwear with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. No and it, not, not only that, his baseball cap duct taped to his head. That's right. <laughs> 
He goes, you, wow. came, you came to see me. I actually, uh, I had a similar experience. It wasn't a friend's dad. It was actually yeah. a friend's uncle, and he was high on methamphetamines. Wonderful. And uh, we went over to hang out. Uh, I went over to hang out with my buddy. Uh, he, uh, This is when I was an adult. He was like, we were like in our 20s, yeah. and he was living with his aunt and uncle, and we went. I went over there to hang out with him, and uh, his uncle was on a, on a bender, mm-hmm. and uh, he had had his head completely wrapped from the, uh, the eyebrow and all the way to the back of his head, he had constructed this foil helmet, mm. and uh, he ran through the house. Like I'd been there about 20 minutes before all this kicked off, yeah. but uh, he started ripping doors. They had a trailer house, and he was ripping the trailer doors off of their hinges out of the frames, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's time to go at that point, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, similar, good. similar, but uh, I don't think that Mr. Gribble has an addiction to drugs, just an no. addiction to uh, conspiracy theories. Very much so. Um, so he says, you came to see me. Hang on. Tries to get off the, the inversion thing. Can't. Just lays there upside down and goes, state your purpose. He goes, Mr. Gribble, what would you say if I told you I'm going to steal the Belton Armadillo tonight? Dale says, Whoa. I would say you're a madman or, or a genius. Or a genius. Maybe a little of both. I'll go 60-40. Bobby says, I need someone who knows alarms, and you've got the most in the neighborhood. He says, ever since those swagger The most alarms in the neighborhood, not the most knowledge of alarms, (laughs) but he has the most alarms, yeah. Ever since those swagger and Boucher brothers stole the armadillo back in 76, Belton's been keeping it under pretty tight security. That middle school is impregnable. Cannot be pregnated, except by me, (laughs) but I don't come cheap. Cannot be pregnated, yeah. But I don't come cheap, yeah. He goes, uh, Bobby says, I don't have a lot of money. He goes, fine, I'll come cheap. You got five bucks? He goes, I can get four. He goes, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) That's packed cigarettes back then, yeah, in the 90s. Uh, He's still trying to get out of the thing. Bobby says, do you need any help? He goes, with what? I mean, he just doesn't doesn't want anybody to think he's he's stuck or anything. All right, we've got uh, Hank and Peggy next door watching TV. And you hear on the screen, uh, it's just so great to have you with us again. I don't know what they're showing. But uh, Peggy says, it just seems like every time that Julia Roberts is on TV, uh, she's only there to yap about her movie. Well, yeah, Peggy, that's kind of what they do. Duh. Uh, that's funny that she says that. That's, a, that's one of them <laughs> asshole Peggy things. Oh, yeah, I get so tired of seeing celebrities on TV on these talk shows talking about their latest books and movies. So uh, that's, Bobby. That's the whole part of it, yeah. Bobby comes in. He goes, well, I'm headed over to Keegan, uh, Keegan Evans' house. That's a tough one to say. Uh, Hank looks at him and goes, really? But his dad said he hated you. Bobby says, for what? The runaway thing? Ah, it's ancient history. Some of the guys from the team are sleeping over, so you won't see me or hear me until the game tomorrow. Good cover, Bobby. That is a really good uh, cover. <laughs> Not suspicious at all. <laughs> Not though, at all. Know? There's no suspicion. Uh, Hank says, well, that's great. Now, don't let them tease you too much. Remember, you're the mascot, not the place kicker. Well, shit, Hank, all the kickers in the world. That's yeah, rough. that's – uh. well, I mean, that's probably the worst thing to be on a football team. That's I mean, about the way not they the, think of kickers, though. I would take that back. Not the worst thing to be on a football team, but that is uh, the worst position. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a kicker. I think it's kicker. Unless or you are a kicker. Placeholder, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the kickers, though uh, – these days, that sometimes they end up scoring more points than oh, any yeah. other offensive player oh, yeah. on the team. Absolutely, uh, I'm pretty sure for the Dallas Cowboys, it was their kicker this year had a hundred and something points on the year or something like that. He had more oh, points yeah. than oh, any other yeah. player or whatever on his team. Well, think about it; they get to score every time anybody else scores. You know, yeah, they get to I mean, that's a and big deal. and all points go to the kicker. Yeah, whereas yeah, field goal. Yeah, extra whereas point. Uh, you know, quarterbacks don't get you know touchdowns they, don't you as know well. They as hate two point conversion kickers. Oh yeah, they do. Well, you know, they're they're really going to hate it when the NFLPA and the NFL rearranges the position period because there been there's been talks over the last couple of years of trying to do away with the kicker position really? to make it where it's all too because they want action and they feel like the kicking position there is no it's not like back in the day when it's like a, a blizzard and Vinatieri is going up yeah. to kick and everybody's cheering him on nobody really sees the kicker like that anymore there well, is no legendary kickers like that make these 65 days 65 yard kicks that's something because yeah, everybody until they start that. doing it regularly. Yeah, and once it's true. once because once once one guy does it and it becomes like the standard to kick at sixty five, it doesn't yeah. doesn't become exciting anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why I think when they when they scooted the the field goals back yeah. a little bit, yeah. I was like, well, why? What does it matter if it's forward or back at that range if they can't like the guy that's kicking it? If he can't make it, then he, he's not going to have a job after he misses yeah. a couple of those anyway. Yeah. Uh, Bobby says, hey, Dad, I was thinking maybe you want to invite Dub Taylor to the game. Hank says, Dub Taylor, are you sure? Because Dub's the old mascot, right? 
Bobby says, I want to hear from him that I'm the best mascot since he wore the horns. So, I mean, Hank is like, okay, great. Yeah. You know, he's proud of that. Uh, all right, so now we're at Belton Middle School at night. No idea if this is accurate or not. Uh, but there are some kids in there guarding the armadillo. Um, Dale is looking through the little tiny window up top, and then we come out and we see that Dale is on Bobby's back looking through the window instead yeah. of the other way around. Um, the Bugabago is there. He goes, Steady. Uh, Bobby says, what's going on? What's going on? He goes, I'm reading lips. There's four kids in there and tough ones, too. Bobby says, don't you have some poisons in your... Jesus, Bobby. He goes, uh, don't you have some poisons in your truck you can pump in there to make them fall asleep? Dale says, uh, I do, but the amount of poison that you put four kids to sleep might also kill an armadillo. Mm, the kids might not wake up either. <laughs> Bobby says, well, how are we going to get that dillo away from four kids? He goes, well, we're lucky. According to the one they call Dude... Uh, there used to be eight guardians. The other four went to steal the Longhorn costume where they will run into, what, two dozen of the baddest uh, eighth graders protecting the costume? Bobby's like, oh, shit. You know, we didn't we didn't think about they that. They weren't thinking about that. No, That's funny that they had the eighth graders sleeping in the, in the field house protecting yeah. this mascot yeah. is funny. Bobby says, but I, nobody said anything about it. He goes, Please tell me you at least put up a maze of mirrors to thwart the would-be costume rustlers. Broken glass, oil slick, piece of string, anything. So they did not guard their side like Belton is guarding theirs. Uh, so we see the, uh, the Bugabago. It pulls up at Tom Landry Middle School. Uh, and uh, uh, the bikes ride up to the school, too, which are the Belton kids. They're trying to break in and get in there as well. Bobby goes and unlocks it with a key, goes in and finds the costume, and he's like, Whew. Dale s says to him, go, 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 save the costume. I'll find a parking space. Uh, and then these guys come in. They break the window. They finally get in, and they're coming for this costume. They're banging on the door. Bobby from behind the door, go away. The Longhorn is heavily guarded. One of the Belton boys says, who's that, Bobby Hill? Come on, guys. We better go. Like just really mocking him you know, yeah. because he's the, he's the one that runs away. Uh, out in the car, uh, Dale is on the flip phone. He goes, Bill, it's Dale. Guess who's got your cell phone? <laughs> this is like the most sub B plot. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, Bill bought a cell phone. That's the whole there, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hear Bobby say, Mr. Gribble, help. And he's trying to push the costume out the tiny window up top. Uh, Dale looks at him and goes, how be specific, Bobby. I'm not a mind reader here. Well, <laughs> just help him. You just Dale, help him. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. He's, he's about to get his <laughs> butt whooped. <laughs> and, and Bobby says, they're breaking down the get door. Uh, and then he says, they're breaking down the door. Dale goes, ah, and just drives off. I mean, <laughs> that's all it took was yeah. some eighth graders are coming after. Well, him. you know, eighth graders going to probably oh whoop God. his ass too. So, uh, Bobby's like, Oh, wait for me. Wait for me. Uh, the Belton boys finally break the door down. Uh, they don't see Bobby or anything in there. And he goes, uh, why don't you just run away at, uh, like you did at McManaberry? Or you can stay and take the beating you missed out on. Blah, 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 blah. They bust open the storage door. They see the Longhorn's head sitting on top of the can and the window open. Uh, and the belt, one of the Belton boys says, uh, yeah, what a coward. It's too bad. I wanted to give him a beating. And so from their point of view, Bobby crawled out that window and took off again like a coward. And he's gone. Yep, he's yep, gone. From what they know. All right, and we gone too. Uh, we're going to take a second commercial break, and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back for the third and final leg of uh, Season 5, Episode 7. Uh, we hear <laughs> – so now we're at the game. Uh, again, here comes Mike Soto. Yep. But he's out selling peanuts at this point. Peanuts. Yeah, get, peanuts your get your peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. Uh, Peggy says, I think I see Bobby. Wait – no, that's a that's a smudge on my glass. Hank, look at this smudge on my glass. It looks just like Bobby. I mean, <laughs> Peggy. Uh, Hank says, hey, Daffy Dub, get over here. You old son of a gun. How was the drive? Because uh, Dub is there, who used to be the mascot. Apparently, yep. Dub's a little nuts. And I don't know if it was all the beatings to the head or what it was. I, I'm going to attribute it to CTE from uh, I don't doubt that. rolling around a trash can, getting beat yeah. up by the that could be it. op. Po opposing team i still don't get that i don't get what wh how that becomes a tradition where the opposing team beats up of your, your rival your biggest well, rival not only, not beats only, up your mascot not only the opposing team but the opposing team's band the opposing team's i mean band. that's that, 
That's the worst of the worst. <laughs> it's way down. It could have been. It would have been better if it was the cheerleaders beating him up That's or right. something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, having you, the band go out there. Yeah. You know, who uh, wants to get beat up by band nerds? And <laughs> I mean, it's it's band nerds beating up the the kid in the the mascot is like yeah. uh, kids who play D and D beating up kids who play Magic the Gathering. Well, it's like the blind kids <laughs> beating up Mike Soto while they're bowling <laughs> yeah, or something. You know? Yeah. Uh, so Dub, uh, who's just crawling up the things there, he goes, "This stinking crowd is dead. What is this gold thing, Wimbledon?" Uh, here we go, Longhorns. Here we go. I mean, he's trying to get the crowd, you know, like he was when he was the mascot. Because again, I'm assuming for Dub, this was the pinnacle of his life, you know, being the mascot. Yeah. Everything. Well, everything after that's just just nothing. Gravy or yeah, whatever. nothing. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> Hank looks at Peggy and goes, "What I tell you about Dub?" She goes, "That he has a lot of pep." She. He says, "That's right." And then you hear Dub again. We are the Landerman. Fight, fight, fight. He's got an air horn, yeah, the whole thing. He, go, he looks at uh, all, He's going all out. <laughs> he, he looks at Hank and goes, you got any face paint? He goes, well, Peggy's got some lipstick. <laughs> That's the best Hank can do. He goes, oh, my God, it's Peggy Platter from West Arlen. West Arlen sucks, like right in her face. Well, see, that's the thing right here when they say West Arlen, Arlen High and West Arlen High. So that shows that Arlen is bigger yeah. than what we would I think it's perceive about, it to be. Then. I think it's about as big as our town because we have two high schools, you know. Don't we have three? I thought there was three. No, just two, yeah. Oh, they shut the other one down, right? Yeah, Wake okay. Wake Lion University. That's, that's so where do they send all the – A.J. Moore kids go to university now then? A.J. Moore kids do go to – Or they go to either school. That, where do they no. spread them out? Or? A.J. Moore goes to university. Indian Spring goes to Waco High. Okay, so university is like the uh, – University is the – Like the collegiate program. They have all the college stuff. Yeah, all the, yeah a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. They have the kids that do the taxes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. all the tech yeah. stuff, like the yeah. robots. They and, do, yeah. They don't do all uh, that at Waco High? Waco High has some of that stuff, yeah. Just not as much. Not as much, yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, hard they were to, limited. In an inner city school? Well, they were also limited on space. And so now that they're building that new high school, I know this means nothing to anybody outside of Waco. Yeah, it really but doesn't. <laughs> they're building a brand new high school here, a big one. And so I'm yeah. sure after that, they'll have plenty of room for all those oh, uh, Speaking stuff. of uh, Waco, I invited the uh, male guy oh, great. Uh, to be on the podcast. So we're, I'm going to get scheduled with him awesome. for him to come in and hang out. I'd love to. I'd love that. Uh, all right. So uh, <clears throat> we're now. At the point where Mike Soto is, or not Mike Soto, that Dub is asking if you got any face paint. He goes, lipstick. He says, oh, my God, it's Peggy. Arlen su- West Arlen sucks. Uh, Dale comes up. He's just gotten his hot dog and his peanuts and his drink or whatever. And he goes, well, isn't this ironic? The best Longhorn ever and the father of the worst Longhorn ever. I say that because Bobby was guarding the Longhorn costume last night. And some kids came to steal it, and he turned tail and ran. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hank says, uh, well, that's impossible. Bobby was sleeping over at Keegan Evans' house. Uh, Dale says, that sleepover was a cover story. I was with him. We were trying to steal the belt and armadillo. Long story short, you raised a coward. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Dale. That's rough. (laughs) Hank's like, oh, God. Peggy says, wait, you were with him? Where is he? Where's my baby boy? Hank says, don't worry, Peggy. He's probably camped out in some bushes. Uh, No, that takes guts. He probably spent the night at Denny's. (laughs) His kid just spent the night sitting in a Denny's. Yeah. Uh, Dub says, uh, I drove all the way from Pensacola for this. Pensacola. So he drove from Florida for this one thing. Yeah, that's crazy. He goes, I came here for a football game, not a soap opera. Uh, and then you see this, uh, the, the kid come out, a Belton kid. He's got the armadillo with him. Uh, he says, hey, Landry losers, where's your longhorn? Uh, the crowd's like, our mascot sucks. And Dub's like, that's it. And he gets out of it. And then Hank comes and he says, let's get out of here before Dub gets back. Peggy looks at him and says, how many days is he staying with us? Hank says, three. Three. <laughs> He's letting this idiot stay with him for three years. That's three rough. All right, so now we're in the Belton storage room. Uh, the Belton boys leave uh, the the trash can that's got their costume in it and the armadillo there in the uh, in the storage room. There's two kids in there. One of them says, man, I didn't come, I didn't become a cheerleader to guard a trash can. What? I don't really understand that. Yeah, I don't so get I that guess, either. I guess what we've referred to is one of the one of the boys is a cheerleader, mm-hmm. which I mean, whatever, that's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're they're in there to guard the trash can and the armadillo, and so they just leave. Um, once they leave, you see the lid of the trash can pop up. Bobby has been stowing away in the trash can this whole time. Yeah, uh, he gets out. He's like, my foot's asleep. Uh, and then he looks at uh, the armadillo and goes, "Okay, Mister Crackers, nice and easy. Nobody gets hurt." Uh, he's now got the armadillo and he's got a megaphone and he heads out to the, to the uh, field. 
Uh, now we're looking at Hank. He says, if anyone yells, there's Bobby Hill's parents, just start to look around and say, oh, where, where, where? He's talking. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. <laughs> that man, It I, is pretty rough. Boy, he's an yeah. asshole for that. That's a jackass thing to do right there. <laughs> Uh, you see a Belton kid go into the storage. He's going to get, uh, I, I'm assuming, going to get the armadillo. He goes, oh, oh, no, security, this way, this way. He finds out that uh, the, the armadillo is gone, yeah. uh, that uh, he now understands that Bobby was stowing away, the suit's gone. Now you got Bobby in the mascot suit running down the hall, hiding around corners and stuff as they're running after him. Uh, and then the crowd outside is like, can't touch this, B-E-L-T-O-N, Bo Belton. Uh, security guard sees Bobby running down the hall, kind of corners him and goes, there you are. All right, kid, step slowly towards me and surrender Mr. Crackers. Yeah, that's right. They'll rip you apart. Uh, and then we get, uh, we get, uh, somebody saying, Hey, Belton losers, look what I found. And it is Bobby. And he comes out and he's got the armadillo with him. So he yep. has successfully he's successfully stolen the armadillo. Which is he's, hilarious. He's dancing around in the suit with the armadillo. Uh, Hank is like, Bobby? Uh, and then Bobby says, Bobby Hillo, got the dillo. I mean, <laughs> never, Bobby never lets a let's MC go Bobby. By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Hank says, Check it out, Peggy. Bobby's got Mr. Crackers. Bobby's got Mr. Crackers. And then you hear Dub. Bite its face off. <laughs> Dub's nuts. Dub's nuts. Dub is nuts. One of the crowd mm. members says, get him. Uh, and Bobby says, you can't get this. Uh, and then you hear one of the football players, yeah, Bobby Hill, Longhorns. Band teachers, all happy. He's wonderful. Uh, and then Hank, all right, Bobby, way to go, son. And then Bobby gets tackled. Uh, and continues to get tackled and tackled and, and tackled, tackled and tackled. And yeah. Hank's just like, Bobby just started a new tradition. Now we have the McManaberry whipping and the Belton beating. What a great time to be a Longhorn. And the last thing you see is Bobby on the bottom of this pile. All these kids start piling on. Connie takes a picture and puts it in the yearbook. Yeah, that's rough. So That's rough. That's a rough tradition to have. It is a rough tradition. Your opponent beating the hell out of you if you were winning. We get the credits. Get we get the credits, and then after the credits we hear, we are the Landry Men. Fight, fight, fight. That has to be some of the Yankees that were working on this show. There has to be somebody that didn't grow up in Texas. That uh, who was the writer? I'm had to see who the writer was yeah, for this episode because that is not that would never happen in Texas. All right, <clears throat> let's. Uh, that is the end of season five, episode seven. Thank you guys yeah, for being the, here. The let end me, of it. You, let me do just a little bit of housekeeping here. Yep, uh, go for real it. Real quick. Um, <clears throat> so next Monday, uh, I will be in Orlando. Uh, I am going there and maybe get to meet Artie in real life, which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, Artie. He's, he's called me a couple times. Um, but uh, I'm going to go there to speak at a podcast conference. Uh, oh, so I will be out of town when this next one comes. So I say all that to tell you guys that next Monday, probably going to be a short one uh, because we're going to go ahead and try to get some stuff done so that you guys don't miss an episode, so that we don't miss anything for you guys. Yeah, we but don't want to give y'all like a, a half-ass episode either. Yeah, so just uh, we'll just be able kinda, to give you something. Yeah, just kind of stand still for us for a week if you don't mind. And then when we get back, we'll pick back up with regular stuff. But we will have something for you next Monday and next Friday. But also, uh, we launched our uh, – by the time this airs, yeah. it'll be yeah. out, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we launched our new podcast. Uh, the trailer's already out. Uh, you can find us on all social media for that, on Instagram and Twitter, at Funky Ear Podcast. The mm -hmm. podcast is called Swimmer's Ear. And uh, I'm going to have try to have a little fun with it and like, make some – like my own little bumpers, like yeah. the thing that I sent you yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I made a bunch of them yeah, last cool. night. One of them was like this jug of dirty water yeah. that's like tipped out, and then I just threw the swimmer's ear thing on there. Yeah. I know, there's there's lots cool. of fun stuff. So actually a call to you guys. Uh, uh, go follow that for us. If you're listening to Bois and you want to hear more from Mike and I, go mm -hmm. uh, Mike and Ike. Mike and I, go follow uh, Funky Ear Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I appreciate it. Yeah. So Swimmer's Ear is going to be fun. The first one we do is uh, uh, unedited footage of a bear, which is one of my favorites. But because of this, I've been watching a lot of those infomercials, those Adult Swim infomercials. And we'll get to some of those. We'll get to some... Um, uh, some other episodes, some series, things like that. Now, do you want to tell them who, uh, on our second episode, on our second we're going to have a very special uh, guest, and who is that? Hopefully our second episode, if we don't have to reschedule it, hopefully that everything go, goes as planned. An upcoming episode. An upcoming episode will be uh, none other than Carrie Means, who is the voice of Frylock. Frylock! 
uh, on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and he yeah. also was the voice of uh, the next door neighbor to Brack on mm. the Brack show, mm. uh, Thundercleese, Mister Thundercleese, the big robot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that should be fun. And he actually is in the very first episode of Aqua Teen, uh, Hunger Force's Frylock, and he's also in the very first episode of The Brack Show as Thundercleese. The oh, very cool. first episode. Because the first episode of uh, uh, The Brack Show, uh, he w- he's supposed to be babysitting Thundercleese's fish. Oh, okay. Like watching his yeah. fish, and he kills his fish. Fish sitting. He overfed him, and he killed right, him. Look, so. he spoiled the ending for me. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's, so we got some stuff coming up. Uh, again, don't forget about the live show we have coming. Uh, that's going to be March 1st. Uh, big block party here, February 29th, March 1st, March 2nd. Yeah, so if you're uh, anywhere on the I-35, I-45 yep. corridor, and you want to come hang out, uh, we're really like smack dab in the middle of Texas, so... It's not hard for – I don't think it's really too far of a drive. The furthest drive would be if you're in Houston, and it's a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Waco's so pretty easy to get to, though. It's, it's accessible. It's fairly easy to get around here. Uh, yeah, it's really not that hard to get around here. And then yeah. in, in the beginning of March, it's really there, – there's there's not a, a whole lot of stuff uh, but if you give going us, on to impede traffic. If you give us a heads up, we'll uh, make sure that uh, if you need help getting here or whatever, that's great. We've got a couple of podcasts that are flying in uh, from different locales that are going to do live shows but we are doing a live show um i believe it's maybe ours is on saturday i don't remember the thursday first. friday saturday one of those yeah uh but flame trick subs who do our uh, uh theme will be there to do a live show also yep. and they will open up for us which uh never thought that would happen in my life yeah it's kind of cool uh, yeah it's very cool kind of cool uh, lots of new shows at Rogue Media. We've got uh, Ned Hillsdale, Private Detective. We have Snack Attack. We have, oh, this week started Cultastic. Um, okay. Cultastic is a show where um, a new cult is being built uh, week by week by ChatGPT. So we put the prompts in there and say, okay, now what's the next rule of the cult, you know, or whatever. Oh, that thing. Okay. It spits it out, and then as we go, we're going to build this cult. So Sounds if you, fun. If you guys are looking for a, a group to join or you just like the sound <coughs> of a cult, you know, let us know. But uh, anyway, we will uh, we'll see you next week, uh, and uh, thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate every single one of you. Uh, oh, also, there was a question about swimmers here, and we will answer that on Friday on Friday's episode. Yeah, we'll answer that on Friday because we've got a we've got a couple of calls to take, and uh, then we'll do some of our other nonsense. Yeah, so uh, go check us out at bwaaa koth anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, dot com uh, and uh, go to roguemedianetwork.com slash bwaaa koth. And that is it. That's it. We matanya. We matanya indeed. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Network production.